Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. Okay, here we go. Growing in Grace, the podcast at growingingrace.org. Thank you for coming along with us. I'm Joel Brzezinski, and that guy over there, Mike Kapler. We're uh, sitting down for our weekly Growing in Grace podcast, talking about God's love, God's grace. God so loved the world, so loved everybody, that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. And, you know, a lot of people hear that verse, and it's it's a very well-known verse, and that's good. And we also need to make sure that we include Jesus' words that followed that, for God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but so that the world through him might be saved. Saved from what? Saved from their sins. That's one thing. God wanted to save us. Adam ate from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil against what God had said. Sin entered the world, Paul says, through that one action of man. And then death spread to all men because everybody sinned. And that was the problem. Along comes Jesus, and he is the one who remedied the problem. He didn't, again, he didn't come wagging his finger at sinners. He came to save sinners. And so uh, that's what we're here to talk about, at least this week here on Growing in Grace. Mr. Kapler, what's up? What's you? Well, let's uh, let's pick up where we left off last week, Joel, because I kind of squeezed something in there in the last couple of minutes. And it's really probably not a, a whole lot different than other things we've talked about. I said it differently. And since you were just mentioning John chapter 3 there, with Jesus talking, he did not come to condemn the world. He went on to say, he who believes in him, he who believes in the Son of God, is not condemned. He who does not believe has been judged or condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. So last week, the point I was making was that in referring to sin or sins, which just basically means missing the mark, you know, you shoot for the bullseye and you're, you're off the target. In the Greek, about 43 times does the verb for sin appear. About 43, the act of sinning. And almost four times that, over 170 times, does the noun appear, which is not an action word. It's it's not referring to the act of sinning. Now, the noun results in the sin because we inherited a, a sinful condition from Adam. All of mankind did from Adam on, and we inherited that from him. And then God came along with Jesus Christ and did something quite unique and different in that while all of us inherited that one thing from Adam, we also had the opportunity to inherit righteousness and holiness through Jesus Christ. So the noun, the condition of sin that was in the human heart has now been exchanged for a nature of righteousness. But the point I was making is that because the, the noun appears so much more, the sin condition appears so much more than the sinful action in the New Testament and in New Covenant writings. And why is that? Because that's really the big issue now. And you can read through the book of Hebrews to really pick up on a lot of this, which we've covered extensively in, in the past few months. 
But the issue of sin, the action of sinning, from the beginning of time until now and beyond, for all time, past, present, and future, the issue of sin has been dealt with by God through Jesus Christ at the cross. He was only sacrificed once, and he was sacrificed for all. So sometimes we sit around and say, well, I hope God will forgive me, or or, God will forgive you for doing that, brother. God's not in the forgiveness business anymore. He dealt with all of that issue at the cross and and through the blood of Jesus Christ, because without the shedding of blood, there's no more forgiveness. And that's why it all had to be dealt with at that particular time. So the sin issue, the act of sinning on the subject of forgiveness, that has already been taken care of. The sins of the world have been taken away. They have been forgiven. And now it's just simply a matter of choosing whether I'm going to believe or not. And when we choose to believe, we receive new life, the very righteous nature of God. And that's who we become. Joel, maybe you can add something to this. Mm, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know what you're saying there, man. Are you saying that I can just sin all that I want? Oh, man. Why should I? (laughs) Why did I not see that question coming? (laughs) That's a question that, believe it or not, we get more often than we would like, (laughs) because I think that's what a lot of people think we're saying. Well, it's already been dealt with, and so we might as well. The noun's already been dealt with. Okay, so you might as well just go and sin all you want. Because it doesn't matter anymore. But no, I'm, I'm just, just being silly, of course. No, I, I, but I'm glad you brought that up, though, because that, that's the way people are programmed. Now, you and I have been at this for more than 20 years on this, this journey of grace. So we've had a whole change of mind here about this whole thing. But the point is, the reason forgiveness had to occur back at the sacrifice of Jesus Christ, the reason all the verbs had to be forgiven at that time was Jesus wasn't going to come back and do more sacrifices. See, if what what I'm saying isn't true, the book of Hebrews says this in, in chapter nine, Jesus would have had to keep coming back and suffering over and over and over again. That's why the sins had to be dealt with. I said last week, the reason they had to be dealt with at that time and forgiveness had to be dispensed eternally at that time for the sin issue, the activity of sin, the verbs, the reason it had to be dealt with is because you and I cannot perform enough penance to make up for all of the different wrongful actions and thoughts that we will have. What we can't do, we can't keep up with it. It had to be dealt with by God and, and by him alone. So again, the issue comes back to the many references of the noun, the sinful noun, the, the condition of the heart, the sinful nature needs to be removed. And that happens through belief, through belief, righteousness comes, and then salvation through a confession of Jesus Christ. Right, yeah. And so uh, putting things in maybe a different way, and, and I think I'm standing in agreement with you here. It's, we'll, we'll see. My perspective of things when we're talking about the verb, you know, the sins that we commit versus the noun, the sin condition, uh, I would w- probably word it this way, that the noun, let's look at the noun real quick here, just an example of it. Paul said, therefore, in Romans 5.12, just as through one man sin entered the world, and death through sin, that's the noun. So it's not like it, he wasn't talking about my sins that, that, that I commit. He just said that sin, this sin condition, entered the world, and death through that sin. And so... Death spread to all men because all sinned. And there's the verb right there. 
But he says, for until the law, sin was in the world, but sin is not imputed where there is no law. So this sin condition that came apart from me ever having sinned at first, this sin condition came into the world through the one man, Adam, and then death spread through that. And even before the law, sin was in the world, this sin condition, but it wasn't imputed to mankind without the law. But then when the law came in, it says in Romans 5.20, the law came in so that the transgression would increase, but where sin increased, grace abounded all the more. So we have this sin condition increasing. We have this sin that was in the world, not through what I had done, but through what Adam had done. That needed to be taken care of, and that was taken care of through the cross of Jesus Christ. It resulted in, like you were saying, sins. I think this is what you were saying, that it led to sinful actions on our part. And so what happens when I commit a sinful action? Does that sinful action have to be taken care of again? Do I need to go back to this blood of Jesus to take care of that sin again? No, that sinful action, or all my sinful actions, were taken care of through the death of Jesus Christ, through the sacrifice, the blood of Jesus Christ. And so I think we have a lot of people thinking that when when I sin, something has to be done about it again. <laughs> but if I'm reading you right, I, I'm thinking I'm agreeing with you that it was already taken care of by the blood of Jesus 2,000 years ago. There's nothing that can be done. We can't atone for it. We can't do an, enough to make ourselves right with God. It all goes back to the, the blood of Jesus. Correct. And that's where our focus needs to be. Even when John, uh, the baptizer dude, when he introduced Jesus, say the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world, uh, that's the noun. That's the sin condition that man was struggling with uh, ever, ever since Adam. That was going to be taken away by Jesus. And what was it going to be exchanged for? A nature of righteousness and holiness. As Peter called it, we are partakers of the divine nature. It's a new heart. We were literally placed into Christ and killed, and we died with him, and we were made to raise in, in, in a newness of life. It's, it's life and righteousness and holiness and perfection and sanctification and all of these things. The sin issue, as we've said quite a few times over the years on this podcast, we're just looking at it from a different perspective right now and trying to, to gain an even deeper and, and greater understanding of this sufficiency of Christ's sacrifice. But we've said many times that sin, the activity of sin, is not the issue. Mm-hmm. It's it's really about belief or unbelief at this time. It, it's about whether, as, as we started out the program in, in John chapter 3, when Jesus said, he who believes is not condemned, he who believes not is condemned already, because they're, they're still stuck in that place of of deadness, um, if I can use that word. So mm-hmm. um, I, I think we are on the same page here, Joel. It's just there's so many different ways that you can look at this and try to connect with it. But that's what we're dealing with here is that the the condition of, of the heart, because you see the world of religion, uh, they, they've got this unhealthy obsession with a sin consciousness. It's always about trying and it's good to avoid sin, right? We've, we've talked about that many times too. But they got this sin consciousness, and and rarely do they ever communicate the truth as it relates to believers becoming the righteousness of God. And that's where the focus should be. You know, again, like I said before, it doesn't matter whether you had millions of sins or one sin that was unforgiven; it wouldn't be acceptable before a holy God. That's why it was dealt with 
at the cross of Christ uh, on the issue of sinful verbs, the act of sinning. And I, I, I don't know if we're I don't know if we're digging a deeper hole, Joel, or if we're, if we're helping people connect the dots here, but I'm, I'm hoping it's the latter. Well, we'll see, well, judging by the email that we get. No, we'll find <laughs> out. No, I'm just kidding. Well, yeah, if anyone has any questions, feel free to comment on the podcast uh, on YouTube or on the, the page where we post the podcast or through email. It's uh, one of the beautiful things, and we, we got to end the podcast here, but just one thing that you and I were talking about beforehand, before we started recording, is that even if you or I disagree on something, it's great. It's, it's okay that we can talk things through. There just happen to be people out there who just love to fight and love to argue, and they're just arguing to hear themselves, or they're they're trying to make sure they're trying to get you to change your point of view. And it's it, sometimes those things are fruitless, but it can be a good discussion when uh, when believers differ on issues and just want to talk it out. Well, anyway, that's it for this week. Next week, have you ever prayed as our Lord taught us to pray, saying, "Our Father." who art in heaven. Okay, now, they always say, as our Lord taught us to pray. Well, hey, did our Lord Jesus teach us, Christians, to pray the Lord's Prayer? That's coming up next week, and maybe we'll spend a few weeks on that, on Growing in Grace. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.